Hey, welcome back to the program. Thanks for joining us during your lunch hour. I'm uh, Jeff Semple sitting in for Alan Carter today and for the next few days as Alan takes an extra long weekend uh, and lots to talk about today. Of course, we are talking stage three reopening plans after it was announced that Toronto will finally get the green light as of 12.01 Friday morning to move into stage three. A host of businesses set to reopen as a result of that. And of course, we've also just heard the latest numbers um, and more good news. Ontario reporting 76 new cases of COVID-19. That is the first time in over four months that fewer than 100 new cases have been recorded day over day. So good stuff. Uh, but what to make of all of that and you know, how best should we proceed with stage three if you're looking to potentially get out and about this long summer weekend? We are joined on the line now by Dr. Suman Chakrabarty, who's an infectious disease physician with Trillium Health Partners, who has been helping to guide us through all of this over the past many months. Dr. Chakrabarty, thanks so much for joining us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Thanks so much. Great to be here. Got to ask you first about uh, stage three, of course. That's the big announcement today. Um, So people hearing that these businesses are reopening, but perhaps, you know, some trepidation about whether to just, you know, barge right back in to a restaurant, for example, or hit the gym. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, and one thing I think that's really important, I very much understand the trepidation, but one thing that I will say is that this stage is only possible when we have low community transmission. So that means that when you have a low burden, excuse me, of cases in the the community, the the chances of you being um, exposed to anybody having COVID is very, very low. Excuse me. So in that situation, that's the only time you can go into these higher risk activities. And honestly, I do think that it's going to be okay. We have to monitor very closely. And I think that ultimately we're going in the right direction. But again, we have safeguards in place and things are not going to go into explosive growth overnight. Right. So, and I mean, you mentioned it, the case is trending down. Yesterday, they'd reported one new case in 24 hours in the city of Toronto. Uh, So not bad. But in terms of the types of environments, I know we've talked about this before, but it, it, it's a moving target, right? As as we learn more about this virus, what should what types of environments should we be particularly concerned about? I mean, you know, we often see pictures these days of, of the beach and crowds gathering at the beach, and there's you know all hell breaks loose. People are you know wagging their finger and and screaming and shouting and shaming. Uh, but I know you've spoken before about kind of putting that into context, remembering the distinction between outdoor and indoor. So when you look at the list of businesses opening on Friday, any that jump out to you? Absolutely. And I would say that's a very good point, that when you're outdoors, I'm not saying that we want to be all of a sudden having a thousand people together outdoors, but the risk is substantially smaller. The things that jump out at me in stage three are all the things that we're opening right now because we know the only reason we've waited until stage three for these is because they are inherently higher risk. So indoor dining, bars, but you know, taking away the dance floor, casinos, gyms, these things all carry with them an elevated risk, but a risk that at this point in time is quite uh, reasonable to try, especially because the community burden is quite low. It's the lowest that we've had in Canada um, you know, since the pandemic started. So I think it's important for us to put this into context. And also remember, the normal thing to happen at this point in time is for us to see uh, intermittent clusters of cases. The, uh, when we see those, it should be looked at as a success. They are identified very quickly, and they're snuffed out before they become big problems. And again, this is normal to see at this phase, and it should be a sign that the detection is going on well, and we're tracking and tracing well. 
Right. I think, you know, a lot of parents certainly have been watching these daily updates and the latest numbers, less worried about whether they can hit the bar or the restaurant this weekend and more concerned about what it might mean in the fall for the reopening of schools, which at least in Ontario remains pretty opaque at this moment in terms of exactly what that's going to look like. We saw a report uh, just out today from Ontario's pediatric hospitals saying what they would like to see, that they would like to see... um, full-time students return to the classroom, age-appropriate physical distancing measures in place, but not requiring the youngest learners to wear masks in the classroom. On the question of schools, where do you come down? Well, I think that it's very important. Schools are our biggest priority. And I think that one of the things that's being confused here is that, yes, it took a while to come to this kind of plan or, you know, the, the plans are in place. And it's part of the reason is because, number one, it's not starting until September. Number two, it's a very complicated situation that we want to get right. I think the best way, rather than kind of putting together, let's say, bars or restaurants versus schools, what we should be looking at is across the board, how can we open everything safely? Okay, and I think with schools that, uh, yeah, it's going to be something that we have to monitor closely. But ultimately, I think the plans that I've seen across the country have been good. And we also have to remember the best thing that we can do for school openings is keep community transmission low. And once you do that, you're uh, decreasing the risk across the board for everybody in all activities. And that's why it's going to be imperative for us to keep this very close monitoring that we're already doing right now. That's it. And as you mentioned, you sort of framed it as a choice because for a lot of people, not happy to see bars reopening uh, this soon without, you know, some more certainty on schools, right? It's almost been framed by some as a kind of either or decision. We have seen, of course, major outbreaks all over the world sourced back to bars, uh, nightclubs in particular, and that that's raising concerns. You know, if we reopen our bars too soon, if people are irresponsible, what is that going, what, what will that mean for our kids in the fall? Um, anything else that you're watching at this moment? I mean, you know, given how closely, I know you're, you're there on the front lines and following all of these developments, Um, What are you watching over the next week? Well, I think in general, watching the overall trends of the numbers, okay, and then watching, uh, looking for these different outbreaks and how we are responding to them. But the other thing is, remember, the downstream thing, which is the thing that we're all worried about, especially, is the hospitalizations. And with even with some of these big events that we've had with all these kind of clusters all over the country, uh, here in uh, GTA, the Trinity Bellwoods, Cherry Beach, despite these missteps that we've had along the way, we have not seen any blip in increase in hospitalizations, especially people needing critical care. So I'm keeping a close eye on that. And right now, things are going all in the right direction. We just have to remember, we're not going to see zero cases. We're going to see these patchy intermittent outbreaks that will snuff out quickly. I mentioned at the top of the program uh, that, you know, this weekend, my family and I are sort of widening our our social circle, staying within the rules, but widening our social circle slightly, uh, and that I'm getting a test uh, for COVID-19 this afternoon. So before I let you go, any, any advice? Uh, yeah, you know, I'll be honest with you, it's not the uh, the most comfortable thing to test, but yeah, I'm glad you're doing it. But yeah, I think the big thing is is that, you know, opening the bubble, there's trepidation you, as long as you stay uh, within the recommendations. And if you are going to be having, you know, uh, an indoor gathering, yeah, for example, the, the um, uh, rule is 50, right? But you don't have to have that. And as long as you keep a lot of the party outside, you can enjoy the good weather and you can stay safe. That's it. Uh, I thought you were going to tell me to sort of picture the beach or something, but uh, sure, that's also good advice. That's also good advice from the good doctor. Dr. Suman Chakrabarty, an infectious disease physician with Trillium Health Partners. Thanks so much for joining us here again. Much appreciated. Thanks for having me.